Now, you heard how they watered that shit down, right? When um, the Freedom Riders came through. Notice how Mississippi played it, right? But see, Mississippi and the Citizen Council down there figured, well, we don't want all that publicity coming down on us like they did in Alabama. But Mississippi missed out on one thing. They, you know, when, when, when the people went down there to register all them people to vote, Goodman, Cheney, and other brother, them crackers shot them, put them in a dam. And gay-ass Jager Hoover had to go down there and do his job. Piss that faggot off because he was hateful against black people. A gay man, grandmother's black, hated being black. Yeah, Jager Hoover. Know your history of America, people, because that's why they want to ban books. I wish to apply for acceptance as a participant in course Freedom Ride. 1961. To travel via bus from Washington, D.C. to New Orleans, Louisiana, and to test and challenge segregated facilities en route. I understand that I should be participating in a nonviolent protest against racial discrimination. That arrest or personal injury to me might result. The Freedom Rides of 1961 were a simple but daring plan. Congress of Racial Equality came up with the idea to put blacks and whites in small groups on commercial buses, and they would deliberately violate the segregation laws of the Deep South. We were to go through various parts of the South, gradually going deeper and deeper, six of us on the Trailways bus and six of us on the Greyhound bus, and see whether places were segregated, whether people were being served when they went to get something to eat or buy a ticket or use the restrooms. One of the major thrusts of the Freedom Ride was to get the movement into the Deep South. Most most of the action up to, up to this time had been in the Upper South or in the North. And one of the ideas here was to go into the deepest South. We were hoping that this would start a national movement. Corps had this set itinerary. They anticipated that this would be a two-week trip, that it would culminate down in New Orleans with a real celebration on the anniversary of the Brown versus Board of Education decision. And there's almost an element of naivete attached to it, how easily they thought it would go. I'm a senior at American Baptist Theological Seminary and hope to graduate in June. I know that an education is important and I hope to get one. But at this time, that's, rest in peace, Senator John Lewis. Keep listening. A little CRT never hurt anyone. And human dignity is the most important thing in my life. That justice and freedom might come to the deep south. It's not that racism. 
have no doubt that the Negro basically knows that the best friend he's ever had in the world is a southern white man. We talk about it here as separation of races. Customs and traditions that have been built up over the last hundred years that have proved for the best interests of both the colored and the white people. There's not been one single change. The colored man knows where he stands. The white man knows where he stands. We have signs saying colored and white. The colored man knows that he is not to enter there. Well, the nigger's all right in his place, but they've always been behind us. And just tell you the truth, I want them always stay behind me because I never have loved a nigger, mister. Wow. That's what we still up against, man. You hear that? That that's just pure fucking ignorance. And who put that shit in their heads? Those people was you listen to a dialect was not very educated. Now you take that and you think about their kids and kids and kids and generations later. Yeah, we, we we're not as they're not America's not as segregated. But it's just as racist. Because a lot of these people went to white academies, especially those wealthy ones. They did not want their kids going to classes with niggas. They even came up with Christian schools. And then those dumb niggas who went to those Christian schools became out just as racist as the motherfucking crackers. Who didn't want niggas to go to that school? But see, they started figuring it out. Well, hey, let's brainwash some of these Negroes and maybe they'd be like Clarence Thomas someday. Or Tim Scott. What Candace Owens really know how to kiss white ass. You know, Lindsey Graham even said it. He don't care about you being conservative as long as you know your place. And you look at Tim Scott, Clarence Thomas, Ben Carson, the rest of those askets and Nick Rose, they know their place. They didn't want people like Megger Evers, Martin Luther King, or anybody else, especially the Panthers and 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 and, 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 and uh, Malcolm X and, and and Elijah Muhammad already got the game, man. He already knew. He's like, fuck those crackers. Tried to tell that to Martin, but Martin was out there preaching some shit, which was true. But that's another show. You know, that's why I love my brother Louis um, Farrakhan. <laughs> he, he's the brother's right. I mean... You know, if only black Americans wake up and understand, you know, they, they what, Nation of Islam. I know you guys might get pissed off, like, oh, that Nation of Islam, the Muslims selling newspapers on the street and want me to buy a T-shirt. No. Those brothers have a point. They have a point. I don't give a fuck how much progress we make. The Anglo-Saxon is never going to change. I'm just going to break it down to you, honest. I have them in my family. The society been programmed for 400 years to think a certain way. You think that shit's going to change? It hasn't changed. Yeah, they throw some crumbs out and make us feel like we, oh, we made some progress, but they're sweeping them away as you fucking picking them up. Look at the women's. 
You know, these motherfuckers were so smart. They taught their kids to be so smart. They just say, hey, instead of going directly at civil rights, you know what we're going to do? We're going to stack the Supreme Court, waiting to take everybody's rights we don't like away. So what we're going to do is, um, this is brilliant. This is fucking great. We're going to go after abortion rights. Oh, hey, look at these crazy people down here. They blowing up fucking abortion clinics and shooting doctors. They ready to fucking go at that shit. That's how they think. That's part of that racism. It's part of that clan. And what happened? They got the right people in the Supreme Court by stealing it. And what the first thing they do? It's settled issue. Then one guy said, well, false constitution where it was written. Silence from the crowd, the nigga on the Supreme Court. I just want to kiss some ass. That's all he wanted to do. And next thing you know, whoosh, women's rights gone. And a Christian sick bitch rubber stamped it. I'm not racist. I have a black child. That's the most racist shit I ever heard. I went out and adopted him from Haiti. Oh, you racist bitch. And I cook, I, I, I take people's rights away and I go home and I cook my dinner because I'm a Christian. Bullshit. Puritan bullshit. See, <laughs> I'm going to play a little bit more because I want you guys to get a little bit more CRT. You cannot change a way of life overnight. The more they try to force us into doing something, then the worse the reaction will be. Our colored people will do exactly as they've done. Our white people will do exactly as they've done. Why? Because it's worked out best. all-encompassing, this so-called Southern way of life, uh, would not allow for any breaks. Um, it was uh, a system that was only as strong, the white Southerners thought, as its weakest link. So you couldn't allow people even to sit together on the front of a bus, something that really shouldn't have threatened anyone, but it did. <laughs> That's racism. Woo! Now you wonder why they want to ban books. And they love the Second Amendment. And now they call themselves Christian nationalists. And they love Donald Trump. Know your enemy, Americans. The sanctity of what they saw as an age-old tradition. Travel in the segregated South for black people was humiliating. The very fact that uh, there were separate facilities was to say to black people and white people that blacks were so subhuman and so inferior that we could not even use public facilities that white people used. The Supreme Court even said that there was no right that a black person had that white people had to respect. You didn't know what you were going to encounter. You had night riders, you had uh, hoodlums. Uh, you could be antagonized at any point in your journey. So most of the time, it was very, very difficult to plan a trip. And, you know, you always had to meet someone to meet you there because you didn't know what to expect. We're rolling down the road. 
traveling along the highway. Every fairy adventure in every wonderful mile. We're gliding along the highway. My heart in a green streamlined sky. You know, when I listen to that, on that documentary, I think you guys should go to PBS and find that shit and learn some goddamn real American fucking history. Maybe you won't be so goddamn racist and stupid and ignorant and disinformed and you know what else. All right. But anyway, just listen to that song. We're riding along the highway. A white world is everything is perfect. You hear that shit? You know, because there was no black folks on that bus. Oh, no. Niggas got to sit beside me. Get in the back of the bus, nigga. Oh, ain't enough room. Get off the bus, nigga. My father traveled quite a bit. And he just wanted a cup of coffee to make it to Montgomery. And he had to go around the back of the cafe to... Now, before I let that sister finish, think about it. No niggers here. Not even you, Clarence Thomas. Candace Owen. You got to walk around to the back. And if I decide to shit or piss or just urinate in your coffee, <laughs> not piss, piss in your food and urinate in your coffee. That's the same thing. No, no. Mm-mm. I'm dipping my shit in the bubbleless cup and stirring it with my dick. Let me tell you something. My uncle always said when I was a child, he said, why can't we stop here and get something to eat? Now, God rest his soul. He said, son, I don't want to shoot a white man because if they spit in my coffee and take a shit and make my burger with those shitty hands, I'm going to kill him because I don't eat shit. I don't take shit from no man. So if you don't want me to sit down at your counter and treat me like a man, I don't have to sit in your goddamn counter and be mistreated. In so many words, my uncle was like, fuck the white man. And I was like, whoa. And that's, I mean, I remember that when I was a kid. And that's sad when we got to say that shit. Fuck you. Because we know who you are. See, a lot of black people out here right now trying to play kumbaya and don't know who these motherfuckers are. I'm not talking about all you motherfuckers, but most of you. Because white is just a banner. I consider, if you're Anglo-Saxon and you don't believe in democracy, you believe in that mega shit, after all the shit this country been through, and these motherfuckers who are doing this to this country grew up around this time. They was young kids, so they was influenced by racism. Think about it. The Cokes, the Mercers, any motherfucker who's in their 80s, mid-70s and 80s, been influenced by racism. Black, white, yellow. Look at Clarence Thomas. He's so submissive, he's a bitch. Oh, excuse me, I burped. Uh, let the sister finish so I can close this show out. Get a cup of coffee and then they told them. I'm sorry, our management does not allow us to serve neighbors in here. Pushed them all out the door. <laughs> but you're riding along. 
highway feeling being racist is fuck I grew up in the South, child of good and decent parents. We had women who worked in our household, sometimes surrogate mothers. They were invisible women to me. I can't believe I couldn't see them. I don't know where my head or heart was. I don't know where my parents' heads and hearts were. My teachers, I never heard it once from the pulpit. We were blind to the reality of racism and afraid, I guess, of change. And we're rolling along. I got to play this song. I love it. Lean along. Whatever the fuck it is. Wow. That little bit right now, just from guys, go out and find the documentary. But I'm telling you right now, man, that's let you know why these motherfuckers want to ban books. Why Ron is saying to my, woke, you woke yet? Goddamn, please don't be woke. Because you, you see us, who, who we, we really are. A bunch of racist crackers. And it's the rich ones manipulating the poor. Look, in Jacksonville right now, you got black, white, poor people right now can't even get fucking decent water. And guess what? There's a pound in Texas, not even 15 minutes away from Dallas, doing going through the same shit. Those southern crackers do not give a fuck about minorities. They never have. They never will. They're going to stick to that fucking song. They're rolling along the racism. They're rolling and rolling and rolling and on and on. <laughs> hey, I know a lot of you are going to be like, what the fuck? Yes, that's what I call it. Rolling along that racism. Learn how to deal with it. Like I said, black folks, we love racism. Every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we tolerate that shit because we got to pay our bills. All right? Hey, look. Support um, Crazy Mad Podcaster. I'm comedian Ricky Cole. If you get pissed off and offended and think I did something wrong, fuck you. I'm just keeping it real. Somebody need to teach you CRT.